What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Talking Title with Frank Jr. and Beth. What's going on, Ma? Not much. How you doing? Good. So uh, we're here at the Space Coast Podcast. Shout out Jesse Hall. And we are going over commitments today. So we're going to do a little commitment class, tell a little story <laughs> um, about one of our past files that we had and uh, what we did to fix some problems. So, Ma, what is a commitment? So a commitment is pretty much the history of what happened on the particular property that we're selling. <clears throat> the underwriter comes in and does a title search and issues us a commitment. Commitment tells us who owns the property, what we need to do to pass clear title on the property. So I think we've got a screenshot up of Schedule A. And we'll follow along with the... Um, We'll start at the at the top. Our effective date of our commitment is the date that the public records are through. Public records are always a little bit behind. So this one here, um, we closed it about December 15th. So it was shown December 2nd, 2021. And anything that happens after that, we're not yet aware of. So realtors, if you've got a quit claim deed in your hand or something that you're aware of that happened on that property after you've given us the contract, please let us know about it. Because until our effect effective date gets up to the actual date of the recording of that document, we don't really know about that document. And you'll hear us talk a lot about the gap. That is the gap. That is the gap. Um, so the... Item number two indicates who we, what type of policy we actually plan on insuring. So in this particular case, we're going to issue an owner's policy to James Goodwin and Sheila Goodwin and the amount of $899,000. This is a cash transaction, so we're not issuing a loan policy, but if we were, the lender's name and the amount that we were insuring for would be in item number B. The type of estate that we're insuring is fee simple. This is not a leasehold interest. That's another whole way of holding title. And currently, title is held in Joan F. Armstrong. Joan signed our contract, so we should be good to go. Item number five is the actual legal description of the property that we're insuring. That's the, the legal that will appear, and that's on page two, if we scroll down on the commitment. Uh, that's the legal description that will appear on the deed and any other documents that we record. If this had been a mortgage, the legal description would be appearing on the mortgage as well. And one thing I've learned since being at Bellatel that I didn't know before is that we don't insure addresses, we insure legal descriptions. Correct. So if the address is not correct, all that matters is that the legal description is correct. Correct. That is what we are insuring. Correct. Uh, we'll go to Schedule V1. This is the story of the actual commitment and tells us what we need to do to pass clear title. So kind of like our Bible in our world, um, once we actually get these items one through 10 cleared, we're ready to go to the table and have a closing. So generally, they're pretty simple. Um, item number one, we're gonna take a warranty deed from the seller, joined by her spouse if it's homestead or property. If it's not homestead, um, then we're okay. Uh, Joan happens to be single, so we don't need to join her spouse anyway. Um, and we're gonna transfer a title to James Goodwin and Sheila Goodwin, they are actually husband and wife. Items two, three, and four are pretty much your standard. We're gonna to agree to pay the sellers the funds. We're gonna check the payment of the taxes. We're gonna make sure that there's no mechanics liens out there for any work that has been started and not completed. Um, item number five refers to a survey. Most cash transactions do not obtain a survey because it's not required for us to pass clear title. Um, however, if you go ahead and you obtain a survey, we can delete these exceptions automatically. Uh, number six is telling us um, that um, there is no lender on this property at this point. Um, we're it's not because it is a trust, 
right. or a cash transaction. Cash transaction. We're not putting a lender. Number eight is a quitclaim deed required from what appears to be a previous owner. So number eight is going to be the slight issue here. Um, we're going to go on to just finish the commitment. Number nine is telling us that um, there's not a recorded mortgage on the property, so we're going to confirm with the seller that there are no outstanding mortgages, equity lines, anything like that on the property. And number 10 is telling us that if there's a homeowners association, please confirm that you know all fees are paid to date and also check with the homeowners association for outstanding violations. So... <clears throat> Looks like we've got a pretty clean commitment. The only issue is we'll go back to number eight. So what happens is we would go ahead and send this commitment out to buyers, sellers, agents, and let them know that the commitment is issued and that number eight is a title issue. A cloud on the title that was created prior to our seller actually taking title to the property. So it is something that needs to be cleared. So we go back and we check this quitclaim deed and it appears that back in the chain before our seller, the woman that owned the property was quitclaiming the property back and forth to her husband for what she referred to as tax purposes. So <clears throat> the, in the chain, there's probably five of these quitclaim deeds go from the uh, woman, well they were husband and wife but now they're actually divorced, goes from the woman to the gentleman, from the gentleman back to the woman, and on and on for probably about maybe two or three years. So what happens is she actually sells this property to our seller back in June 2015. A complete warranty deed is transferred, recorded in the public records, and title insurance is issued by a local title company. When we do our search, we find that subsequent to that deed, there is a deed from the gentleman that she was, the ex-husband that she was deeding back and forth to, recorded six months after she transferred title to our current seller. Um, so that's a little bit of a problem because <laughs> yeah. when <laughs> she transferred that deed, um, apparently one month before closing, she delivered the deed to this gentleman and in our industry that is when you buy That's a house you, is the yeah. deliverance of the when deed. when you transfer and, and deliver the deed it's actually acceptance of the deed and that's how we actually can close at the table without recording because, because we've already transferred a delivered title to the to buyer so what happened was apparently she executed this deed a month before closing the party that she delivered it to passes away six months after which is five months after she now transferred title to our seller so she transfers the property and a month later she transfers it to our seller so a property the, she had already sold a property it should already transferred okay right but sold is a good word because when we go back to look at the doc stamps on the deed they did pay full consideration to the county as if it were a purchase so somebody went down to record this deed six months later and paid full consideration to the county to record this deed. So it was a purchase. So what happens is we contact um, her and um, not doesn't really want to cooperate with us. You know, she says that deed should have never been recorded. 
that deed was prepared by a local title company. So we contact the local title company and we ask them, what is going on here? What happened? And um, same story, that deed was transferred and delivered but should have never been recorded. So nobody really knows how the deed got recorded, but it is of public records and it does transfer a title. So we start trying to find the gentleman that it was transferred to, and um, unfortunately we find that he is deceased. Um, we track his ears all the way up to a different state out west and um, tell them that, hi, you now need a probate on this property to determine who are the ears of record so we can deed that person out. Luckily, there was already a probate done um, and they were able to transfer it down here. And the gentleman was very kind in the fact that he actually helped us to execute a deed as the personal representative of the estate and um, pass title directly to the sellers from him. So this could have been a big problem if he didn't cooperate. It could have been a big problem if he didn't cooperate. Um, meanwhile, the title company that had done this previous file was indicating that it was not a problem and that they would just go ahead and reclose the deal. So at that point, since we had pursuant to the terms of the contract, notified the buyer and the seller of the title issue, um, the buyer and the seller decided that they would like to stay with Bella Title and get the item cleared. So the reason why this is such a big issue is we could have done to our buyer exactly what somebody did to our seller. We could have picked up that document. We could have known that it was a public record. Was it a title issue? Was it a cloud on the title? Um, you know, some another underwriter might have said yes or no. Um, but our underwriter felt that it was. We felt that it was. And we felt the best thing to do is to clear it. You know, you, you buy a property, you hold on for it to it for 10 or 15 years, and you go to sell it, and you find out that you have a title issue that I already knew about 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not that's just not right to do to people. Well, and this guy was willing to corrupt. You know, he was willing to sign over the deed, but what if he was the next person wasn't? Right. What if you waited the 15 years to sell this property and something happened to this guy and now his heir of record was not willing to, was not. to help out and it could have, you know, something that easily could have been solved exactly. with us closing the title right. is now a big problem for your new buyer. Exactly. So here's the other issue. This contract came in as a cash deal to close in seven days. Okay. We all know what the market is now same market that was in December 2021, seven days this buyer and seller came in to close this deal. So when we get the contract, of course, our answer is yes. As long as we get clear title, we can close it. So we technically did not have clear title. Technically took us 10 days to get this to the table, but we were able to pass on clear title to this buyer, peace of mind. So, you know, if, if, we didn't, and this buyer was in the same situation 10 years from now. Maybe he had a buyer that had to close in five days, or that buyer was going to leave. You know, that so buyer was going to walk. I have a question on it. So with the title, if you're a buyer and there is bad title come back like that, does that get you out of your contract? Could this buyer could have walked because of this? Well, pursuant to the terms of the contract, the buyer has to... So we, we email. We mentioned earlier that we mail the documents out. We email the commitment out to the buyer. The buyer has five days to notify the seller as to whether or not he wants to remain in the contract and what the actual document, you know, that he's disputing. Mm -hmm. So, and then the seller is given 30 days to actually clear title. So in this case, it did work out. Um, You know, we were able to get in touch with everybody. Everybody was very cooperative. A little bit, you know, some extra steps to get it there, but that's what we do. We issue clear title. That's why we're in the business. So... 
Um, so then, you know, if we go on to look at the um, balance of the commitment, you know, it's showing us here then that the 2021 taxes um, are paid. So once we've cleared all of these items, we have clear title. We bring the buyer and seller to the closing and um, we're complete. We're so done. if we we didn't want to we wanted to be lazy we could have sent this to another the back to the original title company correct we could have and sent it. they could have just passed it on like they did in the, the first time correct um and then it would just be something but we took the time to clear all title and now Absolutely. there was no that's why you use bella title look at that yeah Shout and out that's bella why title. we're in the business so here's the thing that you know it with you saying that right you're a buyer or a seller and you come to me because i'm a title company it's not what you do it's what i do so yes i could have said you know what we can't close this however the previous title company would be willing to handle it in your mind, you would say, okay, well, then that's okay, right? Mm -hmm. Like, if somebody's willing to close it, I can go to a closing. That's what the end result everybody is looking for. So that's why I don't really like to do that, because you don't know what I know, mm -hmm. and you don't know why I can't close it. So I like to explain to people, you know, this is what we're going to do. We're going to pass clear title to you. Yes, that prior title company can issue you a title commitment, and they can issue a title policy. Okay, but is it the right thing to do? You know, I like, and, and it's their decision always as to whether or not buyer and seller want to go to another, to another title company. But most of the time when you explain it, you know, it's kind of like me saying to you here, Frankie, this title commitment has a problem on it. But if you go to this title company to close it, they'll say that it's fine. That's fine, You yeah. know, and again, the buyers and the sellers and our agents rely on us to let everybody know what is the right thing to do. Nice. So that's why we do it. All right, so we got some uh, some news coming up. So Bella Title is April 16th? Yes. Will be our 10-year anniversary. 10 so years. So 10 years, Mom and Dad opened up Bella Title. Yes. Uh, I've been with them for six, which is crazy. Yes. Um, but yeah, we're having a 10-year, so look out for our party. We don't know when it's going to be yet, maybe in a couple months. Yeah. But we are going to have a 10-year party for you guys. Appreciate everything. We couldn't have done it without you. Also, we are moving the office. Very um, excited about that. We're yeah. very excited. So we're gonna be over by. I don't even know the address. It's uh, left of the Aldi's, yes. over by Telly's. <laughs> uh, yes, by the pizza place. So we'll be there. We're doing a remodel now, so mm -hmm. hopefully that'll be up in a couple months, and we'll have a brand new office for you guys. We're super excited about this. So we got a ten-year reunion, or not a reunion, ten-year. Anniversary. anniversary we got a grand opening coming we got a bunch of stuff ahead so keep out watch the emails we'll be sending you guys some stuff we're super excited about all the stuff that's coming to bella title absolutely all right so as always thank you for watching our podcast so if you guys want to hear anything uh reach out to me at frank jr at bellatitle.com you can also go on our facebook at bella title and uh write a, send a message write a comment but yeah just reach out to me you can call the office with questions three two one Six one zero. Six one zero seven eight zero six. All right, awesome. We'll see you guys next time. Thank you. Take care.